Welcome to the Rejoiceful Homemaking Podcast. We are Colby and Kendall, twin sisters that have a heart for the home and love for Jesus Christ. We are so thankful to have you join our podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Rejoiceful Homemaking Podcast. We are so thankful to have you here today. We are super excited for the for this episode. I'm your host, Kendall. And I'm your co-host, Colby. And today we are going over something that is a little touchy to everybody, but it needs to be said. And we are going to go over submission. And we know that this can be iffy for some people, but it's laid on our hearts. So we have to talk about it. And we are just so thankful to do this. And we want to put a disclaimer out there first and foremost, that if you are in an abusive relationship, this episode is not tailored towards your relationship at all. Mm-hmm. Please go seek help if your husband is abusive, verbally, mentally, um, physically. Uh, physically, whatever it may be, please go seek help from a church or a old, older woman right. or what, or the cops if you need to, anything. Yeah. Um, so this is not tailored towards you and we are not um okaying that by no means right and also we want to put out the other disclaimer uh whenever we're talking about submission we are not saying that the husbands are off the hook and they can do whatever they want but we cannot speak to husbands there is a big responsibility that husbands have to fill very big and we are talking to women because that's what we are called to do and we cannot talk towards men but we we're not saying your husbands are off the hook because they have such a big responsibility and they are called to a divine purpose. As oh well. yes. They are take care so of called to a divine purpose. Right. So anyways, we are talking about women today about Christian women submitting to their husbands and most importantly, the importantly, the Lord. Right. And we also want to say that, like we have said before, we are super young in marriage and we understand that, but just that doesn't mean that we don't know right from wrong. And mm-hmm. it says clearly clearly in the Bible, uh, as long as very wise mentors, that this is this is how marriage is supposed to be. And the it's this is the Lord's word, not ours. Right. And it is a very touchy subject because God designed this so beautifully. There's of course the devil is going to take it and mess it up 100%. and make that word a dirty word. So we're excited to do this episode. We are going to pray before we start just to open up our hearts because I feel like when we hear that word submission, we can all have kind of us. We used to have our guards up and be like, mm-hmm. ew, don't say that word. And uh, the world has taken that word and ran with it and mm-hmm. turned it into that because you view submission as like sit and be quiet. Don't yeah. do anything. Like, do as I say you know, type thing. And that's just like, obey your husband. It's like, that's the furthest from the truth. There's so much to dive into. Like there, this might be a two, three, four part episode. I'm not for sure. The enemy will deceive you by all means, because this is God's purpose for marriage. Right. So we're going to pray real quick. Do you want to pray? Sure. I'll pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for laying this on our heart. God, I just pray that you can open up our hearts and the listeners out there to this topic. God, you are a perfect God, and you have designed this marriage to be such a beautiful thing, and we are just so thankful for it. God, let us lean into your word. Let us be biblical women, wives, and mothers, and God, let us always put you number one, and just thank you for everything you do for us, and please give us wise words to say throughout this podcast yes. in jesus name amen amen okay 
So before we start, well, we are starting, I guess. Yeah. I want to read Ephesians 5.22. Let me pull it up real quick. Yes, and well, I want to add also is Kendall and I, we are just so thankful for this coming into our marriage. And for the short period of time we have been married, we have seen the change yes. of this topic. So please keep an open mind and hear what the Lord has to say. Yeah. So Ephesians 5.22 said through, oh, I'll see when I quit reading. Um, It says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the sa savior of the body. So before we, hang on, where is that at? Anyways, but it, it is very biblical. And there's like other verses I'm going to read saying how um, we are called to submit to our husbands. Uh, it is a command from the Lord to do. And whenever we hear submit, that's not saying we have a quiet, like we, that doesn't mean we're quiet and don't have opinion about anything. And our husbands just get to do whatever they want. That's right. not what we're saying. So it is having a lot of grace, right? Um, being submissive, definitely grace, and also um, holding the tongue and not tearing your husband down. Oh yes, taming the tongue is a huge one. But I, I'm sure you guys have seen that on Facebook. Like, there's the, the umbrella picture, and it's like <clears throat> the God. the God, your husband, the wife, the children. So your husband is called to submit unto the Lord, and then we then. Wives are called to submit unto the husband and the Lord. And then the husband is called to love the wife. And then the children are called to submit unto their parents and the Lord. So it's really important that we keep that in mind that this is God's design. For sure. And you honor God by honoring your husband too. Right. Especially when, I mean, I'm sure older biblical Titus 2 women could tell you like this is this is the most rewarding thing that you could do is submit to a husband in a godly way right absolutely and also we have different commandments than our husband so that's something to remember too that what women are called to do what women are called to do and men are called to do what men are called to do and we can all replace each other in those aspects we both have such an important role so it's important that we focus on our role and we won't ever be able to change our husband, but through prayer and submitting unto the Lord, uh, action, it talks about in, oh, what, I forget what book it is, but talking about how, like with faith there, you can see your faith through works, but obviously that's not what saves you is, but it's like when all our husbands are doing something. And instead of us nagging, us just saying, going away and praying for them mm -hmm. and then showing like our actions will end up showing through love. Right. Because words will not do anything. They just tear them down. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit will we'll do it. We'll do it. Right. Like prayer is so powerful in marriage, especially if there's a disagreement or you don't think this should be happening that way. You can't change your husband. Only the Holy Spirit can. So praying to the Lord specifically what you want changed. And while you're doing that, remember to also say, God, change what I need to be changed too, because right. we are not perfect. You're two sinners living together. And that's when you need to lean on the Lord because, well, he's the only perfect one. Right. And to that point, I want to say that 
we are two sinners living together. You did not marry Jesus. Right. So your husband's going to mess up. And they're not mind readers. Yeah, they're not mind readers. So don't be surprised when your husband messes up. Right. Well, you mess up. So right. how, your husband's going to mess up. Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So I think that's important for us to remember. Right. And also I have um a a Bible verse. It's Titus 2, 3 through 5. And God gives us eight specific things for wives to do when you are married. So this is Titus 2, 3 through 5. The age woman likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers of at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blaspheming. Titus 2, 3 through 5. So they, God gave us eight specific things to do as wives. Mm -hmm. So that's, it's really important to be sober. And that's just not talking about alcohol. That's sober minded. And right. that comes with a lot, a lot of life lessons. To be sober means to have knowledge of like, you know, like being patient and kind, consider the needs, the time schedule and resources of the home, and also be more, be an efficient help me to your husband. So like, you should be wanting to outserve one of one another. Right. Right. So, and then uh, one second, I'm flipping the page. We got our notes here. If you guys know here. <laughs> flip, flip, flip. Okay. So to love our husbands, so we are created to be helpmeets. So every day and night, we need to be ready to minister to his needs. Yes. And that is like, minister to his needs is such a powerful thing. Right. So that, and that's in the most feminine, divine way too. Right. Is like, how can we help him make his life easier? Right. So. Right. Exactly. I want to read a verse two from Colossians three. And it says, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Then it also, the next verse is really good. It says, husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. So the Lord is really important how the two and two go together. When you're both living inside God, inside God's boundary and striving to just live for him and doing his will, obviously life's not going to be perfect, but it will make life a little bit easier and your marriage. So yeah. it's really important. Like we can just look at scripture and it just talks about submitting and it's just literally God's will for us. So like, let's say your husband is a little bit too lazy sometimes or plays too much video games or Whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. Works too much. Yeah. It is important for us not to sit there and nag at him. It's important, like, obviously, it's to have important conversations is good, but to not tear him down during those important conversations is key. Right. Like, to build him up and to apply that in your marriage, like, building him up, even... Like, guys, nagging, turn your husband down. I'm telling you, it is not okay. And, and I can see it, like... It's going to cause a bitterness in your heart yeah for sure and like we can take it from our own marriages because we right. have nagged at them over and over and over again right uh, and it is it is something that does create bitterness especially uh, within your marriage it, it's true it's so it bitterness just ends up taking it's like heart. a little flame and it just creates a bonfire right and anyway so and this is 
something that me and you are constantly working on because like we've said, we're not going to be perfect overnight, but pray for conviction. When you start to nag, pray for that conviction over your own body because, or body, soul, and mind, because mm-hmm. you need to be trying to honor the Lord with how you speak to your husband as well. Right. And also I want to say to be discreet. So that's mm-hmm. wise and avoiding error. That's exactly what I was just looking at. No way. Yeah. I we, we literally had no. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I was trying to look that up. Yeah. So it is wise and avoiding, avoiding error in selecting the best means to accomplish a purpose. So be polite and on it, honest dealing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that is super good, which the Lord tells us to do. Right. And also we are honoring the Lord. So your husband's actions doesn't make it like, it doesn't make it can, we should still be submitted, submissive to him his, and his actions shouldn't matter. Is that the right. right way to say that? Like, so if he's being extra lazy and stuff, it's not like, oh, and just to get all of a sudden mean. Like we are honoring the Lord and it's important for us. One of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Right. And we need to learn how to self-control because like we said earlier, we cannot change our husbands. Only the Holy Spirit can. So that's praying for him, doing Bible study with him. Um, And if he doesn't want to do Bible study to pray that he gets convicted to do Bible study. Mm -hmm. I mean, prayer, we underestimate the power of prayer. So, so much. You may have to pray for him for years, but I promise you the Lord's going to work. I read um a, 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 was it in this book? Anyways, a girl, she was, her husband was not saved and they were married and she just continuously prayed for him. And when he was 90 some years old, he accepted the Lord to be mm-hmm. his savior before, right before he died. And she said all of those years, like praise be to God, nothing in her own doing, right. but she never nagged at him. She was a very big Titus two woman. Right. And anyways, Praise be to God, they gonna be in heaven together forever now. Yeah, that's because is... her his wife continuously prayed and prayed and prayed over him mm-hmm. for sure. And I also want to add is with being a dis- discreet person, with having good taste, good judgment, and useful of good understanding, when we have and this is talking to ourselves, like right. we always do. Um, <laughs> you know, women we can be so we can embarrass ourselves so much. Mm-hmm. It says that in Proverbs eleven twenty two, and this is talking about like a really beautiful is woman. Is that a jewel on the husband? Yes. Face? Okay, and that's so funny because that I was just thinking about that a little bit earlier, and I couldn't think of yes. that. So, anyway, so you can be the most beautiful woman ever, but if you are mean and dis disobedient and just to the Lord, anyways, this is what Proverbs says: as a jewel of gold in a swine's snout. So is a fair woman, which is without discretion. So this is, that is just, that took me back because you can, like, what a joke, I guess, of like, I'm thinking of a different verse. Let me look at this verse. Okay. But you know, you guys see what I'm saying? Like a jewel is nothing in a swine's snout. Like that is just so it's ridiculous. So looks mean nothing. And at the end of the day, it's what your soul is. What is your soul towards your family, towards your husband? Are you being a Jezebel spirit with Mm -hmm. that? Because so many times me looking in the mirror, I see a Jezebel broken spirit that is, um, you know, that it can be mouthy or 
not respectful or mm -hmm. impatient or whatever it may be. The Jezebel spirit has so many things to it. Yes, for sure. And we're going to get into the Jezebel spirit here in a second, but I want to touch on Proverbs 12, 4, and it says, A virtuous virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but he, she that maketh ashamed is a rottenness in his bones. So when we are just submissive and that we are just most importantly living for the Lord, it says that we are a crown to our husbands. But when we are just nagging and like, who wants to come home to that and just being manipulative, um, and just being dominant and discouraging, like that says we are rottenness in his bones. Right. Yeah. But literally sure. what the Bible says. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. And that means that you girls have to understand we have so much influence. On oh, my God. So, so much. So much. How we can lift them up how we can tear them down. For instance, um, in my help me book, I love like guys, I'm telling you, you're going to hear it like every podcast. <laughs> I hope you guys read it and get convicted because Lord knows I need to read it each and every year of our marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, multiple times. Yeah. Multiple times. It's so good. Anyway, she was saying how, um, this girl, this woman was, you know, the husband wanted to surprise her with a fancy stove and they had the funds to do it, but the woman didn't think it was a wise decision. So she tore her husband down telling him he's a fool and that he's not good at making wise choices. Anyways, the story goes that she just tore her husband down when he was trying to show his love for her in the aspect instead of now when she goes to the stove that they got because they compromised or she she dominated him and got her thing while tearing him down the mediocre stove. Um, she goes to that stove now and you know, it's like she could have been going to a stove that says, my husband loves me so much. I'm going to cook this meal for him because he wanted to surprise me with this nice, nice stove. And I can cook this meal with love as cheesy as it may sound. But we have so much influence over what we show our husband, like what we tell or speak to our yeah, husbands. We don't want to knock them down. Right. No. Um, And also in Proverbs 18, 21, it talks about how death and life are in the power of the tongue. And it is so important that we learn how to tame our tongue. So if you and your husband are getting, like, are discussing something and it starts getting a little bit heated, it is so important for us to tame our tongue. And we don't always need to have the last word. No. It Preach is it. better for us to just take a deep breath and say, Lord, work on his spirit. Mm -hmm. He work on his spirit because it's just going to cause strife in your home and in your heart and in your husband's heart and we need to humble ourselves before the lord and just say lord you're gonna have to take care of him right because and you're the, the only one who can the devil wants nothing more to separate you mm -hmm. and i saw this quote and i really liked it the devil works so hard to get you in the sheets together before marriage mm -hmm. but he works so hard to get you out of the sheets after marriage yeah and you don't want that right yeah <laughs> no that's right <laughs> you don't want that but it's so important the way we talk to our husbands it really is like literally if that's one way to start practicing submission is just start speaking life into your husband it is such a good habit to start and also we it's just like the Jezebel spirit I feel like a lot of women we want to have the last word we want to have it our way we want to claim that we are more wise because we women 
are so much more into the Bible studies with your notebook and different color pens or Mm -hmm. these videos you watch, you know, or these podcasts you listen to, like we listen to this and we do that. And, um, the Jezebel spirit, I mean, we, I think a lot, many of us are guilty of it. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, they haven't done this in this many days, but we do it this. And that's number one, that's judgmental. And that is, that is not right. Yeah. But anyways, go on. But the Jezebel's just for the Jezebel spirit if you guys I think it's in first kings is Jezebel the story of Jezebel but she was a wicked woman just so wicked and the Jezebel spirit runs rampant oh nowadays you it's never stopped oh it's never stopped but it's like just crazy it's so crazy like ah anyways so she's dominant she's discouraging She's unrepentant of her sins because, you know, she's always right. Uh, She uses her beauty to manipulate. She's never wrong. She's a micromanager. All these aspects, I look in the mirror and I can say, that's me. Like, Lord, correct me. Like, I look at that. It makes me want to cry. Like, it's it's so. No, it's not okay. But it's, (laughs) no, it's the Lord forgives. And he redeems. (laughs) But it's just like, it's just so crazy. Women just like are just so can be so manipulative yeah. Man, whatever that word yeah. is i totally see i would 100 percent see myself as my younger self as well yeah and like dressing to use her beauty in the wrong way like i am telling you right now and this is something that colby and i have been working on and this is also a touchy touchy subject but i'm telling you modest modesty modest. yeah modest <laughs> is hottest the un, like cover that yourself up in public and Take it off for your husband. Yeah, one hundred percent. We are so we are his crown. Yeah, like why wouldn't we? Why would we want to share that with anybody else? Mm-hmm. And if I could just speak to the younger girls, and it just makes me want to cry too. It just <laughs> it just makes me cry. Just really, if you're single right now, honor yourself for your husband. Mm-hmm. Like just do it. <laughs> yeah, it's so important. You will not find happiness showing yourself off. No, one hundred. I'm telling you, you. We were the most um, unhappy, insecure, insecure people when we thought we had to show off our bodies. Yeah, for goodness sake, I did a bikini competition. Going to attract? No, ain't no godly men. No, absolutely not. (laughs) And and I will take it. This is a little. I mean, this is a little off of submission, but you know when you know when you post those selfies that or those like I was in a bikini competition lord forgive me um I would never worse well I would never wear that but anyways um you know you you attract what you dress like Mm -hmm. um and that is just flat across the truth when I did those I had the nastiest pigs in my inbox yes that did not value me for my soul they did not value me for who I am they did Mm -hmm. not think I was the daughter of the one true king lord jesus christ they just wanted one thing and we are so much more than that so much more so much and this is the thing so many christians and obviously we are all sinners but I feel like you cannot even tell the difference between in today's world between a saved woman and an unsaved woman now obviously we want everyone to get saved but I'm saying there should be a difference. There should be a difference. We should be meek. Yeah. We should be um, humble. We, we should, should be, be dressing modest. modest. And that we might have to. Do, that is just is a whole thing. I'm telling you, you can when you find your freedom in Christ. 
It's so freedom. It's, it's not rules and regulations. It's freedom. I'm telling you, when you find it, you don't have to seek out wisdom. I mean, out, uh, you don't have to. <laughs> so sorry. Yes, please seek out wisdom. You don't have to seek out attention. Right. Because it's like, that's, and honestly, at the root cause, but like, for me personally, when I used to dress like that, was for attention. Me too. Mic mm-hmm. drop, 100%. Yeah, and, even yeah. if you say, like, it's not, no, it totally is. Yeah. Because, you know, the devil's very good because we want that attention from a man. But I'm yeah. telling you, girls. And we all want to look good. Like, don't get me wrong. But yeah. you can, there is a beautiful way with dressing modest. There, mm-hmm. You can make yourself it's even never more. never too late. Right. Never too late. You can make yourself even more appealing dressing more modest, I feel mm-hmm. like. And what's sexier than just keeping that for your husband? Oh, amen, sister. Like, the Lord has a divine purpose. Let it has <laughs> literally. So I just, but the Jezebel spirit just runs so crazy and like women are raised to just be independent and like you don't need no man just have all your cats and yeah (laughs) never get married and it's it's not fulfilling right and not everybody is called to marriage but most of us are right and the lord will he has the right one for you and on that journey if you're single right now practice being like submit to the Lord so much that when you're getting married, I mean, you're going to have all these trials anyways when you're married, but marriage is beautiful. And Mm -hmm. the only people that from my experience and your experience that will tell you marriage is sex are the people who is one divorced Mm -hmm. or two, just unliving outside of God's will and yeah, living out of God's will. And that's not me trying to be derogatory. That is just the truth. Marriage, when you hear it from a biblical couple who are older and have many years under their belt, it is the best thing. Mm-hmm. You get to do life with- and serve the Lord right. with the one that loves you so much, your husband. Right. And the Lord loves you, you know, even more and praise the Lord. Right. But worshiping together as a couple is just so powerful. When I thought I loved Johnny on our wedding day, it makes me want to cry again. <laughs> we are emotional. I can't, I can't even describe. And we're so young. I can't wait to see my love for him in the next 50 years because mm-hmm. it has blossomed. And it has blossomed even more now that we study together and pray together. Right. And the Lord and has it takes hands. time. Okay. It takes time. It takes time. Like, it, it, it just, living out... God's word is so important. And as a, us as women, we are called to live out being submissive. Yeah. And we are called to. It's not easy. It's not easy. It is a work every single day. But it I is catch a myself work. still doing it. I'll tell Kendall, like, <laughs> you know, like, okay, I'm going to, if something's bothering me, I'm going to just, and then I just, volcano eruptured. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the Lord convicts me real fast and I'm apologizing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, we need to really remember, it's not our job to judge if our husband are worthy of our submission when God, it's commended from God. God will have the final say. Yeah. We are just to honor God. Right. Yes, we definitely are. And we need to just be praying over our husbands. We need to make sure we're checking our hearts daily because it's not easy. Right. And we need to be asking ourselves, what can we change? What can we be praying for? Who in our household can we be praying for? Anyone. But it's so important, especially the things that, like, let's say, this is just an easy example. Your husband plays too much video games. Start praying the Lord convicts him 
and just say we need and tell the lord will convict they're just still say like in a very nice way like we like yeah you can sit down and be like we need our we need some family time but be very loving yeah and yeah there's a way to go about situations not just jumping on and say I'm going to cut the cord from your video game to right. the wall, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to slam the computer in the ground. Right. There is, there is a way to go about things in a loving way. And I also feel like setting down and talking about something is super important and just bringing it out up out of the blue and you're hectic, like really praying over situations before and asking the Lord to give you words. And not only that, be very mindful who you seek advice from oh my when goodness, you yes. are talking about your your marriage if mm-hmm. you seek advice or tell somebody and they are not biblical minded women they will lead you astray and cause cause strife in your marriage and it is not okay to open up to everybody about every situation that you run even into even some of your closest people 100% and that is something we have learned here here and i am so thankful we have learned it because at the end of the day it is you your husband and god in our marriage right and and who you let in to that, you yes. have to be very mindful. Kendall and I have very mindful. really set boundaries on with us, like with we don't even tell each other everything. No, we don't. We have to honor our husbands and before our relationship. Us. Yeah, before <laughs> we act like we're in a relationship. Well, we're you know we're best, <laughs> but no, it's so important because that is your marriage. Right, that is your marriage. Now it's good to seek advice, wise and, counsel. Yes, wise counsel when it's needed. But it's so good to honor your husband. Because many women in the church, and this might step on some toes. But it's but true. Many women in the church are not submissive to their husband. Mm-hmm. Even if you It has going crept church, in. Yeah. Like the independent, like, I don't need to be submissive. Yeah, yeah like he doesn't know anything. It's pride. It's, it's a pride issue. Pride and and it is not biblical at all. But even if you go to church for 40 years straight, there's women in the church that have not honored or submitted to their husband mm-hmm. and don't or just, even the Lord or, or even the Lord. Yeah. Just because of that doesn't mean they're walking the straight and narrow path. Very be very um, diligent, diligent and really pray about who you open up to because the Lord will give you a wise counsel and make sure you have pray for discernment on who that's going to be and who you can talk about because not everybody has your best interest or have has biblical advice right just because they're Christian doesn't mean they're wise 100% and also just because you're older does not mean you're wise either right now you have gone through life experiences mm-hmm. way more than maybe young people but Wisdom only comes from the Lord and the Lord alone. And who ask and, and yes, seek. And who ask and seek. Wisdom from the world, even if you're 50 years old, is not wise. The man who is of the world is a fool. The man who have, who is of the Lord is wise. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it's just so important for us to realize that and to, and also I want to add in that there is just so much people, like so women that are not okay women and men i don't want to get too much into men but i will say that aren't raised up how to be a biblical spouse Spouse. a husband and a wife right like they're just they aren't thankfully we have a guidebook and it's right here it's called the (laughs) b-i-b-l-e that's right but it's so true like there's just it's just so much to learn there's so much to it and i just feel like every day or every week or every year like I learned so much 
from the Lord. I'm like, it's just crazy. It's yeah. just like, oh, right. And, <laughs> and this is, this is my trick uh, to know if you're doing okay. No, don't get me wrong. You always have a long ways to go. Yeah. My, like I'm talking to me. This, if people of this world thinks you are being crazy. Yeah. Say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I am sticking out because I do not want my marriage to be like yours. Right. We And at the end of the day, we should all be striving to have amazing marriages. Yeah. Like it. And, and, and you know what? Being young women and moms, your children don't mm-hmm. come before your spouse. Oh, yes. And we... We definitely are passionate about that too. They are so special and they are blessings uh, and we, we love, love them our kids tremendously. But I'm telling you, if they, they, it's so funny because whenever our children become before our spouse, it's like, there's a building, there's a way to build up your family. And I'm telling you, it's God, your husband, the wife, the children. And if you have it any other order, it's not going to work out. It's not the way God designed it and it's not going to work out. So it's important to make sure that you have your um husband and the lord first mm-hmm. so yeah for sure um do you have anything else i do not okay well we hope somebody somewhere got something from this like we said this is an early journey for us but just because of that doesn't mean you don't we can't know what's right from wrong and maybe our next episode will be how to apply yeah it in our lives I right don't know. we kind of covered like very skim i mm-hmm. feel like I this is a go- very deep topic yeah that it could really keep is. going and going um so yeah yeah so do you want to pray us out yep all right dear Heavenly father just thank you for this time lord just thank you for the women that got on and listen lord i just pray their hearts were open lord just open our hearts convict us lord let us just be the women and wife so that you want us to be lord let us live out your will change our, all of our marriages for the better, Lord. I just pray you convict us. I pray that you just work in us, Lord. Just thank you for all, everyone that tuned in and just thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you have a blessed day and weekend or week whenever you yeah, listen, whenever to, this. listen to this. So yes, thank you. <laughs> Bye.